Welcome back, folks, to the What the Futures podcast spotlight edition. Yeah, you heard that right. That's a little different than what we've done over the last couple of months here. Uh, but starting now and moving forward, uh, we are going to shine a little spotlight on certain companies, products, organizations uh, throughout the rest here of 2024. And I look forward uh, to this first uh, first one here with Egg I3. Now, full disclosure, folks, I, during the day, uh, you know, Monday to Friday, I work with Egg I3. I am uh, part of that risk management group over there. And uh, I'm basically podcaster uh, after dark or in, in the evening. So uh, excited to kick this one off. Um, Egg I3 is a, a company that I first uh, was introduced to back in the summer of uh, of 2021. So it's actually uh, coming up here on uh, just about three years. And what got me excited about this company is is an alternative uh, towards crop insurance, uh, another avenue, another path to explore in regards to crop insurance. Uh, our farm, as many farms across the prairies, um, in 2023, we experienced a pretty erratic rainfall pattern. We've experienced a very strange uh, production year. We had uh, crops in certain quarters of land with uh, quite low yields and then others that caught some late rains that uh, so really surprised us from a yield perspective. But uh, when it comes to, to crop insurance and risk management, uh, you know, over the last number of years, it's somewhat limited on, on what's out there for growers. And uh, I'm excited to have Ray Bouchard here join me uh, for part one of, of our part of our three-part series uh, to just talk a little bit about uh, the start here at Egg I3 and uh, what they have going on. Uh, so uh, like I said here, uh, I'm part of the organization over there and I'm excited about what's going on for the future. Um, you know, I, I guess when I look at it from our farm's perspective, um, well, number one, in, in 2024, some of the crops we're growing are, from a margin perspective, you know, as of recording this in February of 2024, uh, they're a little bit underwater from a margin perspective. And, you know, for our farm, we've been expanding here over the last number of years. Costs are going up, just like many of you tuning in today, and uh, along with that expansion. and uh, we always look for alternatives here and, and how to um, protect ourselves and protect our, our margin or uh, figure out what level of risk we're comfortable with. And what I mean by that is when you look at a crop insurance package and you look at your cost of production, I don't know how you necessarily determine your uh, levels of coverage. But for us, you know, we're, we're looking at what dollars of risk do we have in in a failure. If we have a crop failure, you know, what are we writing the check for essentially? And where is that money going to come from? Okay. Is it cash in the bank? Is it uh, needing to liquidate an asset of some sort? Um, you know, what is that? Is it short-term uh, borrowing? Wh whatever it may be. But if we do have a production shortfall, how do we cover that in? So anyways, Egg I3 caught my attention a couple of years ago. Uh, I'm excited to have Ray Bouchard here join me for, for part one, and he'll be in studio in just a moment. But for an introduction, Ray Bouchard is the president and CEO of Enns Brothers, a 68-year-old agricultural equipment dealer in the province of Manitoba. He is also a board member of the Manitoba First Fund, 
Health Sciences Center Foundation, a board chair of the Manitoba-based Enterprise Machine Intelligence and Learning Initiative, which many of you will know is Emily. Emily is uh, has been front and center here in our, our news over the last uh, number of years or so, and co-chair of the Manitoba Business Council's Integrated Water Strategy Committee. Ray has been involved in the agriculture industry for over 40 years and has been intentional to give back to the community and the industry. Ray served as director and president of the Canadian Association of Agricultural Retailers and received the President's Award for his contributions to the association and the agriculture industry. A long-standing member of John Deere's Dealer Advisory Group, Ray provided input and guidance on numerous strategic initiatives for John Deere across North America. Ray's passion and vision for the future of Canadian agriculture is ambitious as he sees the long-term benefits for Canadians, the economy, and the environment. Ray is committed to lifelong learning and in 2017 received the ICDD designation from the Institute of Corporate Directors. Let's bring in Mr. Ray Bouchard. Ray, how are you doing today? Welcome to the What the Futures podcast. Hey, Ryan. Um, pleased to be on with you this afternoon. Uh, I'm excited to have you. I was just telling uh, the listeners here in the intro um, that I actually met uh, met you back in like the summer of 2021. It was virtually, but uh, mm. it's been it's going to be three years here pretty quick. So time flies. It, it sure does. You bet. All right. Um, okay. Let's get into the nuts and bolts here of, of what we're going to talk about today. And um, I want you to give us a little bit of an idea on, on what is Ag I3? Sure. Um, well, uh, to start off, uh, what I would uh, share with you, Ryan, is that what Ag I3 stands for is Agricultural Intelligence in Insurance. So that's the play on words. Ag I3. Mm -hmm. uh, but really what Ag I3 is, it's an ag technology company that uses AI-driven models to support farmers with risk management options, um, providing some new insurance offerings, and uh, an enhanced production management platform for more informed decision-making for the grower. Mm -hmm. At its core um, is an AI-driven uh, user-based uh, offering that really is reflective of an individual grower's production performance. And it's uh, meant to supplement and enhance the existing crop insurance offerings that are, are available here in Canada. Mm -hmm. um, and we've created a couple of taglines that I think, uh, you know, really truly reflects what we're offering. The first one is uh, ensure how you farm. Um, so if you, you think about that, um, your farm behaviors, your risk profile um, should allow you to take advantage of, uh, of new insurance offerings. And then the last one that we've got is you're not average, so your crop insurance level shouldn't treat you that way. So a couple I little like taglines that. that we play with in terms of uh, really what we're trying to achieve with uh, Ag I3 and our insurance products. Um, so that that last one sticks with me a little bit. So you're you're not average, <clears throat> yeah. and your and your insurance shouldn't be. Is that how it goes? Yeah, yeah. And that's what really got me excited um, when we first met in in 2021. Of course, I didn't know what was all coming down the pipeline, but uh, you know, as farmers um, across the prairies, it, it's um, it's certainly been different than that the last mm -hmm. while. So that's what that's exciting. Yeah. But I have to ask. 
Yeah. How does this, how did it start? Like how, where's day one? <laughs> so, so day one, um, so a company called Aram Consulting, um, uh, based out of here in Winnipeg. Uh, and their CEO, Lisa Porthana, um, connected. And uh, we co-founded AgI3 in 2021 to, to address the challenge that we identified a number of years previous to that. You know, that growers really had a, a growing demand uh, or a growing need for modernized and enhanced risk management products and that it was reflective of their operations and how they farm. And, you know, because of the crown insurance, even though you got a, a trailing average that can, that can increase your productivity or your, your productivity coverage levels, if you're able to get into site-specific data, you can uh, properly uh, risk qualify those growers. And, you know, in a lot of cases, we think we can provide higher coverage levels or maybe better premiums. So anyway, okay. that was the concept and the idea we had. I'd had a chance to meet Lisa, who's the CEO of Aram in uh, 2016, when uh, her organization worked on a project for us that was focused on... Uh, uh, data-driven production benchmarking for growers. And it was through that process that we started talking about, um, you know, the opportunity for site-specific data and where were the gaps and where were the opportunities. And the one that we kept coming back to was that um, why would we not be able to take site-specific down to a field level information from a grower and actually um, place insurance down to a field level. And so mm -hmm. that is a big picture. Um, and so we've launched AgI3. And I would say that my bet is in 10 to 12 years from now, there is going to be a modernization of agricultural insurance. And having that approach to it is uh, what is going to win out the day. Yeah, 100%. I, uh, you know, that's back in 2021 um and you know i guess in my perspective very forward thinking like thinking about again in decades here what this could look like because from you know the past it, it's been very much uh pen and paper and yeah. very much influenced by other factors and uh yeah, yeah. okay cool day one that's awesome yeah, so I, I can add a little. I can add a little more color to that if you like, Ryan. Yeah, hundred percent. My current role is CEO of Ends Brothers, so we're a John Deere dealer here in Manitoba. And you know, in the in the 2010 to 2016 timeframe, there was a lot happening with new equipment and new technology was coming in. But every time I sat down and talked to the growers, um, you know, but what were some of your pinch points? What were some of your challenges? Inevitably, it was that you know what. Um, I'm, I'm spending money on technology. I'm doing a better job of production, but my crop insurance coverage levels are not really keeping up with how I have Im improved my performance over the years. So it was, it was that kind of a conversation that moved us down this path. Yeah. hundred percent. I, you know, as a consultant uh, working with farmers and in, in the past uh, you know, that, that came up more, often than not and and you could see the the yields and everything trending the right way making big jumps but yet 
that insurance falling a little bit behind. So uh, let's talk more farming. Let's talk more farming. Uh, Why, in your opinion, your eyes, is farming more complex than ever? Well, I think, um, you know, farmers today find themselves kind of mired in the middle of this competition for, for food, for fiber, and for fuel which I think can be a positive, um, mm-hmm. certainly can be a positive. Um, but in a lot of cases, they're, they continue to be price takers in, a, in an ever-rising inflationary environment. So, you know, that's yep. kind of what's taken place. Um, what we've seen in the last number of years, if you take a look at climate, it seems like climate volatility continues to accelerate. Um there's a lot of new technologies that are coming out um, to change the game, certainly on the production side in terms of how you plant, where you plant, uh, how much you can grow. Um, one of the areas that I, you know, I think we all have a little bit of concern about is government policy. Um, mm-hmm. And it's the conversation recently about possibly, you know, the shift towards sustainability and, use of nutrients. And so, you know, we, I, I think that's uh, something that's got to be on everybody's radar as we, we focus on helping to, to feed, to, to fuel the world. And so uh, those are, those are some of the challenges. And so along with all of those challenges, one of the things that I think really hasn't kept up is government policy from a risk mitigation perspective and, and more specifically insurance. So I think, you know, all of these other things are taking place, but we really need to make sure that the risk mitigation for growers grows along with it because more than ever today, farmers are risking more every year they go to put a crop in the ground. Yeah, I uh, I was going to say, if we want to chat policy, government policy and sustainability, we'll have to extend the show a, a couple of days or hours here. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, great points there. Um, you know, when when you look at challenges for farmers, right. you know, you chatted about, you, you know, maybe weather a little bit there. Um, but is there anything that you hear from farmers specifically in regards to challenges? Yeah, so um, as a dealer group, um, we, you know, a number of years ago, we actually got into um, both the data and the agronomy services along with our our equipment um, and support services. And one of the things that I would say is really um, kind of bubbled up in the last little while is that growers have really become inundated with all of these new tech offerings. And um, in many cases, a lot of them aren't really offering a true ROI. Um, you know, that seems to be the um a lot of the pushback, which it should. It's like, okay, if I'm going to make this investment, then what is my ROI on this going to be? I just don't want to buy tech for the sake of buying tech. Um, I think the other thing we've heard is growers um, really have started to suffer from what we would call platform exhaustion. Um, There's multiple platforms available. Uh, They're constantly being pitched on a new platform to collect their data um, and to provide them some insights. And I think, um, one of the things that hopefully, um, we can kind of uh, bring some clarity to as we keep chatting here today, Ryan, is that 
there's there's a there's a pretty big difference between uh, an agronomic focus platform and a risk management insurance platform, which is what we are bringing to market. And mm -hmm. so, um, anyway, um, the other thing that I think that we have heard from growers, and I think I've already touched on it, is that historically um, the insurance coverage levels have not kept up with um, the production levels necessarily. It's a it's a trailing number versus a look forward number. Mm -hmm. You know, if a grower were to make a substantial change in production practice, um, you would not see the positive outcomes of that from a risk mitigation perspective until a number of years down the road as they started to harvest those improved yields, et cetera. So it's, uh, yeah. it's backward looking versus forward looking. And slow and small, you know, like when I look yeah. at our farm, like we've, you know, we've made some changes, we've upgraded some things, we're doing some things differently, new varieties. And what we budget now for yields compared to even five years ago is, is way different from our own personal for budget. Sure. So, yeah. 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 So let's dive back into to Egg I3 here a little bit. And, uh, you know, we talked about challenges. We've talked about farming being more complex than ever. We talked about the start of Egg I3 here, uh, you know, back in 2021. I want to circle it now to what makes Egg I3 unique. So, so Egg I3 um, is the only what we call user-based insurance, AI-powered crop insurance offering in Canada. It's then what this really means, Ryan, is that we're able to provide customized insurance coverage to meet the the needs of each and every unique farm. Our first uh, offering that we uh, brought to market in 2023 is called Agri Enhance. Okay. And Agri Enhance is our flagship crop insurance product. But we are also working towards a pilot launch of a hail insurance uh, product, as well as one for protecting grain forward contracts called Forward mm -hmm. Protect, which we're pretty excited about. Our uh, The platform that we use um, provides a, a field level geo-reference data capture that really reflects a farm's full production results at no charge to the grower use of that platform. He can use that platform for um, crop planning. He can use it to export into other platforms uh, and there is no charge. As long as you come into the Ag I3 platform, load all your data with us, allow us to give you the insurance quotes, et cetera, you have full access to that um, production information on the platform at any given time. Okay. Um, once that we um, get a grower onboarded with us, um, it's really a very simple process for them to uh, get quotes and to be able to modify and vary the coverage levels of that insurance. And what we do is we provide a white glove service that ensures the onboarding of that data. I talked about the platform exhaustion before. Yep. And platform frustration in terms of being able to get data uploaded correctly and, and understanding that you can trust that, da that data that's there. We have our concierge service. It's a white glove service where we have individuals that work with you to get your data all loaded. Um, we can do it 
through getting spreadsheets from the grower. Um, mm-hmm. We've got a couple companies we work on APIs to pull the data in, but uh, that's really one of the core um, services that we offer growers um, to get their data into our digital platform. And and while we're a technology company, um, we're very people focused and uh, we are working pretty closely with the growers through this whole process. Okay, I, I got a few things that I wanna circle back on sure. there. Yeah. Uh, so num- number one, so a platform that any farmer can log into and view, enter their data, view their data. Um, is, is that what you're telling me here? That's what growers can do. They can take a look so, at crop plans and stuff like yeah, that. So, so the only way that we're going to provide individualized insurance coverage levels is by having all the field level data geo-referenced in our platform. Okay. So, that is part of the onboarding process. So we get a grower to uh, provide all of that data to our team. That data is all uh, uploaded into our platform. Once it's in the platform, growers can create crop plans. Um, at harvest, they'll be inputting their harvested yield information. Okay. They could, ex- they could export that for crop insurance reporting purposes or for other financial purposes. And our goal is to continue to build out that platform to create new insights for the farmers around their own farms, their own fields. Okay. We're probably gonna have a soft launch on a, on a weather uh, reporting system in 2024. And we've, on the uh, roadmap, we see things like uh, moisture, uh, levels, um, maybe disease pressures, but for now, uh, that's what we're starting with. Mm-hmm. And again, no charge. Once that data is in the system, the grower can just come in and access his data at any time. Okay. And, and that was my second question was going to be, you know, what other features are are available or what are you guys looking at? And you answered that with, uh, with weather yeah. and, and moisture levels. So that's great. Okay. So then uh, how many pens and paper do I need to fill out the application? Of? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, it's like, it's a, it's a three or four step process. It's pretty easy. Well, um, number one, we need to um, get your user ID set up. We need to understand your farm profile. You need to provide us with your um, field um, uh, descriptions. Um, You can then move into, uh, you need to provide us your crop plan. Then you need to provide your insurance coverage levels because that's part of our uh, uh, modeling for the insurance level coverage. And then from there, you can just toggle around in the uh, web application around the coverage levels you're looking for. I think we can place insurance from $25 to $150 an acre. So um, gives you the flexibility. So if you've got a budget you're working with, you can uh, you can toggle it. You can do it by crop and uh, easily accessible. And Excellent. I can. And what I would share with you is once we have all of the farm data and the insurance information um probably we're looking at a 24 to 36 hour turnaround to get all the data in the system Mm -hmm. 
And then after that, the quoting process and the binding process for insurance uh, is a fairly quick process. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Uh, I did also mention to listeners uh, at the beginning of the episode that there's a lot to unpack here. So we're going to actually do this over three uh, episodes and this is part one. And you can yeah. see folks, there's a lot to talk about when it comes to there's a lot here. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. Okay. Now you start off in 2021. What, what have you, what have you accomplished so far with your group here and into, you know, we're now the early part of 2024, any highlights that you want to go back to from, from the start 2021, 22, 23, anything stand out um, for accomplishments? Yeah. So I would say um, we have a fairly um, strong development team um, that has worked on the platform since 2021. So we've been fortunate that uh, with that team, we were able to get the platform designed um, ran a couple pilots and we were able to launch in uh, 2023 mm-hmm. with a limited offering. Um, but at the same time, what we did back in 22 is we recognized that what we needed to do was actually set up an, an MGA to be able to go to the market to sell the insurance. And so we actually established that broke that uh, MGA in late 22 had it in position for 2023. And so in 2023, which was our inaugural year, and we really didn't get to the market until about, uh, I think it was March 30th or March 20th. Okay. Which for a lot of growers, they'd already made their minds up on their crop insurance and uh, by the end of March. Yep. And so we were only in the market for about six weeks. And I can tell you that in that six weeks period, we uh, we loaded close to 100 farms, had over one and a half million acres, and we wrote our uh, first uh, year of premiums, um, and we were very happy with the results of that. And that's just allowed us to continue to build on that. And uh, as we look into 2024, uh, we think we're we're going to have somewhere in the neighborhood of three million acres uh, onto the platform. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we're excited about uh, what's coming at us right now. Awesome, that sounds great. Um, just a couple more for you, Ray. I appreciate sure. your time today. A couple more. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to. Uh, I just wanted to talk quickly about. Um, we've talked about data, AI, um, farming being complex, but how did tech and risk management come together uh, to impact farming? Um, so I think, um, the difference here with our tech is that we built this tech to meet the gap and the need that was the gap in agricultural risk protection. And so that's, that was how we started. This was, there was a gap, there was a need. So let's make sure that the technology we're building is going to be built in such a way that it was easy to use, uh, understandable, brought value to the grower, and actually provided um, way better understanding of risk exposure to the insurance companies and the reinsurers. Because if you can do that, our vision for where we want to go with the product down the road 
-hmm. the whole industry is going to have to come along together to be able to allow us to do that. Okay. So our technologies actually bring together uh, multiple level, multiple layers of data that eventually, what it essentially does is creates a risk score for an individual farmer. So it takes a look at individual fields, historical performance, and then attaches a risk score to that. Okay. And studies have shown that risk scores um, are way more accurate and more individualized than any other type of blanket coverage approach. And so, again, value for the grower based on how he farms and what his risk profile looks like. Mm -hmm. And um, our platform today actually calculates the premiums real time at an individual field level for the most precise pricing, and then we roll it up to the crop. And okay. the, reason we've, the reason we've taken that approach is we envision that in 10 years from now that growers should be able to place insurance on individual fields at different times of the year based on the productivity and the risk score attached to that piece of land. We're definitely going to have to get you back on for that day. Well, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but, if, but if we think about it as a grower, you have yeah. different soil types, some better producing land. If you could adjust your risk profile by field, would really allow you to dial in your productivity and yeah. your, yeah. Oh, I so. think about our, again, going back to our farm for reference, like we farm in a not you know, that wide of an area, but the variability yeah. we have um, is incredible. So yeah. that, that that would be something to see for sure. That That's great. Um, so you mentioned risk score. Um, is there, in, in your opinion, you know, I guess not is there, but what makes a great farm in, in 2024? Let's talk about that for a sec. Sure. So um, I've been in ag for... Uh, 40 some years um and it would be 25 years as a john deere dealer um i don't think i've ever been as excited about the opportunities for for agriculture because of the the tools the technology um knowing that we do have um some headwinds today <laughs> but you know, if we really think about the tools and everything that's available to us, um, it really is a, an exciting time in agriculture. But for me, a great farm today would be a farm that really has done a good job of creating a strategic vision or plan for their farm that that has a, an, a, a, a deliverable around how are they going to increase productivity? What's the strategy for adoption and integration of value-added technology tools? This one here is a must in my mind based on everything we're facing is that you absolutely need a full farm data collection strategy. If you can make sure that you're collecting all of your data comprehensively, irregardless of what comes at you, mm -hmm. whether it's a new offering like Ag i3 
for insurance or government policy that says you're going to have to be more sustainable. If you have data, you're going to be in the best position to take advantage of any of those challenges or opportunities. So I think that's really critical. I think you need to have a very focused and committed marketing plan, long-term capital equipment plans, um, make sure you got adequate risk management tools. Um, I think this one, everyone focuses on it, but balance sheet preservation is, is extremely important. And then the last one I would add, which I'm not uh, advocating uh, for anything different here except to say, take a long-term view of sustainability and what it really means to you and your operation. And I think if you can wrap all of those things together, you're going to be in a pretty good position to be profitable and to take advantage of opportunities or challenges that come your way. Yeah, appreciate that. Great uh Great insight there once again, and uh, lots of good stuff to to look at there. So thank you so much for that. Um, just one last one. Sure. I, I want to wrap it up. We talked about a whole bunch of stuff today, and I appreciate your time. But I want to end it on what is your flagship product um, from Egg I3 here for 2024? And, and how much does it cost? <laughs> so um, Agri Enhance is our uh, first suite of products that we're coming to market with. And Agri Enhance um, allows you to currently place insurance on an individual crop. So if you farm, let's let's pick a grower that farms 10,000 acres. You'll get a, you can get a quote on your canola, you can get a quote on your wheat, mm -hmm. um, you can get a quote on your oats, and you can place insurance just on those individual crops, all three or individually. Okay. And you can place it uh, anywhere in the range of $25 to $150 an acre, which we call our top-up layer. So you can you can place that insurance. Um, in 24, we're offering a whole farm option. So if you chose to insure all the crops on your farm, I think it's somewhere in the range of a 12 or 15% discount on premiums. Okay. If you were, if you were to cover uh, all of those. And then the new offering that we've got in 24 is we have what we call a co-insurance product. And so what a co-insurance product is, is if you bought $125 an acre coverage and your budget didn't allow you for that full premium, you could, um, co-insure and only get roughly uh, 75 or 50% insurance coverage level at a lower premium rate. So we've got okay. a lot of flexibility in terms of the product um, and the costing attached to it. Okay. Awesome. Oh, it sounds yeah. like there's lots on the go already. So yeah. um, best way for growers tuning in today to get a hold of Egg I3? Best thing to do is just go to agi3.com. Um, you can submit a request to be contacted and our team will be in touch with you. All right. Sounds good. And folks, it'll be in the show notes as well. So you can find the link there. Ray, before I let you go, anything else that you want to touch on today? No, I just really appreciate the opportunity, Ryan. Um, I think modernization 
and having advanced forward-looking insurance uh, risk mitigation for growers is going to be extremely critical in the future. And yep. we're we're pretty pumped and excited that Ag I three is leading this uh, charge today. Yeah, hundred percent. From you know, from a crop marketing guy uh, that you know reviews cost of production all the time yeah. and you know margins. Uh, this just uh, really. Um, it's something that caught my eye and, and I'm excited to be part of the project. So uh, thank you so much, Ray. Um, this is part one, folks, of a three-part series. Uh, so uh, we'll have Dr. Lisa Porth joining us in the next uh, session here. Thank you so much, Ray. Uh, have a great rest of your day, and I'm sure we'll be in touch very soon. We will. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it. Have a good day. Thank you.